Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers and advice from industry experts. Together, we're gonna work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. Well, hey there, retailers. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, your retail coach and mentor. And this is season five, and it's a brand new year, and it's 2024, and it's in like just an exciting time. I'm just so excited to be here. It's also very wild to me that it is 2024 already. So wasn't that a month? Hopefully you had a fantastic Q4, a holiday season. I purposely record this episode later in December so that I can get real data and information and conversation with a lot of my retailers inside my inner circle and my private coaching groups and our mastermind groups. And there were some significant sales happening for a lot of retailers over the last year, like over 2023, and specifically at the end. And you know what, I'm going to be honest, we were all like, what's going to happen? Right? So I hope you saw significant sales, but I did see a difference in those doing certain things. And, and we'll talk about those and who were seeing success in Q4 versus those that might have been struggling a little tiny bit even in the same market and even in the same niche, you know, selling the same types of products in the same areas. So today on the show, I'm going to be sharing five specific areas to focus on in your business for 2024. Now, this is an annual post. We did this last year and it was one of our top downloaded and you loved it. And the conversation actually continued throughout the year. And that's my intention with a lot of these things that I'm going to share with you today. So we'll be talking a lot about them, definitely inside my programs, definitely inside the inner circle, the retailers inner circle, there's going to be conversation and deep diving because we really want to make sure everybody sees success this year. So we're going to see some shifts in 2024. We're going to see in customer expectations in inventory purchasing and the way we do it and how we're doing it and what's available in marketing. Oh man, we're going to see some changes in marketing and how we actually run our businesses in 2024. It's all going to change. Not, you know, dramatically, but there are going to be shifts and changes. If you don't know your numbers and understand them, if you don't have an actual marketing strategy in place to be found and seen 2024 is going to be a tough year. So we're going to work on that this this year. We're going to talk about that a little bit today. It's really actually good news because we all have the ability to adapt and learn and we all have the tools. And definitely if you're in our inner circle, you'll have the tools to get there. So and to help you. Okay, let's get on with the show. I'm ready to share with you what to focus on in 2024. There were a few significant differences in retailers that saw success or see success and continuing success versus those that struggle. And the sad part is, and the part that breaks my heart is that the best shop doesn't win, doesn't always win. You can have the best shop in your town and nobody comes in. We all know that we've all seen that. Why? What's happening there? We can have the best heart and the best service and, you know, work as hard and 
you don't win. And you know, what's happening there? Like, let's lift up behind the scenes. I have the privilege, the privilege and the pleasure to, to, to be able to look peek underneath the covers and see what's going on and what's happening with those shops. And why do some people succeed or maybe appear to succeed? Because I'll tell you, there's a lot of that too, versus a lot that struggle. And a lot of it is about evolving our business and evolving our role in the business. I know I probably say that every podcast, right? Like our position and how we how we show up in the business has to evolve. That's entrepreneurial life, like the ups and downs, the bumps, the all the all the things, you know, we have to um, grow. And one thing to remember, one thing to remember, and again, as I quote this a lot, you know, we run our business and market and serve like the year we're in. This is really important. So we have to run our business We have to do marketing and we have to serve our people like the year we're in. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're in 2024 and my mission for 2024 and copy this down, write it down. I want it to be yours as well too, or I want you maybe to adopt this, adopt this mission as well too. Our mission, my mission is to help more retailers see more joy, freedom, and profitability in their shops this year. And I want I'm hoping that you want more fun, more freedom, and freedom can look like a lot of different things for different people, but profitability needs to be key. And this does not happen with more hustle, and it doesn't actually happen with more heart. No, like no amount of hustle and heart is going to change things in your business if we don't have some foundational work. So this annual post actually comes from last year when I did the focus post on, you know, I just sort of started rambling on things. I wanted people to not rambling. I don't ramble. Maybe I do. But anyhow, on the things that I wanted us to focus on. And it's all about the framework and it all comes from parts of frameworks that I teach inside my my inner circle and my programs. And that's really the four big areas of the ecosystem of running our business, right? We have to be the CEO, we have to work on the front of house, our marketing and sales and our retail operations. Those are my four big ones. And each one of those have sections underneath that we work on a lot. And it is so it's so important for us to make sure that our ecosystems are are evolving and growing with our business and with the year we're in, right? So we have to really pay attention. So I've had the privilege and the pleasure to connect with a lot of industries and associations and fellow retail professionals and other retail coaches and retailers globally. This is where I, how I combine this list. These are my these are my thoughts on this list, but I do have a, the privilege of sitting at the table with a lot of those associations and seeing what's going on and trends and conversations with people way, way smarter than me. (laughs) I'm just trying to be the conduit here to help you. I am not the guru of all things. We all know that. I actually don't think anybody is, but you know, so I'm gathering information and I'm a data, not data driven. I'm not actually a number. I'm not a numbers girl, except when I need to be. And I don't, you know, dig into all the numbers, but I have lots of friends and lots of um, colleagues that do those kinds of things as well, too. So it's really important to gather the right information. So what I'm sharing with you today is my personal opinion from what I'm seeing in all of these different associations and all of all of the different gathering of, of intel, if you will, from everywheres. So I've put together these specific areas really to focus on elevating your current maybe skill level or knowledge that will help you set set yourself up for success. So I don't want to see anybody struggling this year going through. And there's a lot of constants and there's a lot of 
things that we really need to work on. And we're always all working on it. And I think that's really important for us to realize that we're all working on captaining our ship, right? There's always something to learn. There's always something, you know, we're going to feel that we're failing at. If I can say that, maybe you don't, but I know the majority of people I work with and myself included, I always feel like I'm, there's an area where I'm not, but this is, you know, it's a, it's an opportunity, a fresh year, new calendar year. It's a fresh time to just really identify where it is. We want to just go up 1% from where you are right now. That's what we always say. Just, just get a little bit better in one area. So today's five specific areas are to pay attention to really will help, I think, your leadership in looking forward to, or looking forward, yeah, looking forward (laughs) and forward to 2024. And, you know, we can't spend all our time just on the front of house. So when I talked about the ecosystem, and we do, a lot of us do that. And front of house means, you know, how we're serving people and, you know, the, 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 products we're buying and you know just really doing the thing usually that's the thing we're really good at the front of house and serving our customers and making things pretty and merchandising and all of that and there's a science to that too but evolution of retail is happening and evolution of our roles in as our in our business is has to happen as well too okay I'm gonna get on with it because I know you know those things and I just wanted to mention those as well so let's get on the first part the first um first thing to note I guess maybe is that we we know we all know there's two parts of retail right there's the art of retail again that front of house creative that's the I always say that's the fun part where we all want to live and then there's the back of house right the science we got the CEO hat so we have the front of house and then the CEO hat really are the two big divides in how we have to look at our retail business and the science the CEO side, the science part, the data, the math is something that a lot of us don't want to lean into. We just, (laughs) I got an accountant, I got a bookkeeper, I've got, you know, whatever, but we really need to look at the data. So our financial well-being is number one on the list. So retail, again, is two things. It's the art and it's the science. If you don't know your numbers and you don't understand the data of your POS system and your reports, 2024 is going to be a tough year money like the money coming in and money going out we're not just we can't just be moving product this year we really have to understand how much inventory we have how much you know how much inventory we have how to forecast buying it understanding specific inventory management reports and it doesn't have to be overcomplicated this doesn't have to be super technical it's just about being curious and paying attention and looking at those numbers buying is going to change this year inventory is going to change this year I think you know all indications are things are going to change as far as availability and you know uh, pricing and you know there's actually like vendors and stuff going out of business this year like not this year not forecasted to go to business for sure but that's happened in the past year and we might see more of that COVID created all these weird and the pandemic created all these weird inventory surpluses and you know all that weird stuff that's been happening with inventory so your job this year is really going to be to pay attention to your inventory and understanding what we need to buy and when so that's going to be a really big one leaning in and understanding your actual revenue goals this is another one that just I'm just on a mission like I literally am on a mission I just wish I could take everybody that's listening right now and like we could sit down and we could just talk about your numbers 
because it's not just about chasing last year's numbers. I know I say that all the time. It's understanding what we need to make our business work, really understanding your margins. Like the margins are so important and pricing your product. It's so important because we only have what's left over. I I say that all the time. Like we buy something for a price, we sell it for another price. We only get to keep what's left over. And we all seem to be living on the well, we sold it for this price, so that's the money I have. Totally simplifying this, but it's really important that we understand where your money's going. What percentage of your what percentage of your sales is going to payroll, is going to your rent, is going to your operations, is going to your all the other stuff, right, that we have to pay for. Really understanding your numbers and, you know, just baby step your baby step yourself into that right now. The other thing that I'm seeing with financial well-being right now, is a lot of people just saying things like, I'm going to cut, I'm just, I'll just won't order as much, or I'm going to cut all the things. And that is the wrong approach. <laughs> that's what we call like, that's cutting, like that's cutting the, 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 the meat, right? We don't want to be too short in inventory, but then we can't make our sales that we need. So we really need to know that number. Also, we don't want to be cutting staff for the sake of cutting staff or operations or, you know, anything, you know, maybe you're not going to want to cut, cut your coaching. Maybe this is the year we're investing. So there's a difference between an expense and an investment and things that you're investing in and putting money in that are going to make you money is really important this year. I mean, I know we've talked about this before, but it's just really important. So I really want you to understand and use number one as your financial well-being and understand your role in understanding your numbers. <laughs> I want you to understand you need to understand your numbers. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. There is going to be a shift, as I said, with inventory, especially thinking about um I'm trying to think, how much do we want to talk about this today? Let's just talk about it really quickly. Really understanding that we don't want to have all our eggs in one basket with a vendor. We don't want to make sure that, you know, if you are selling brand A, just one brand of paint or one brand of, you know, pants, I don't know, like whatever, one brand of earrings, I don't know, whatever you're selling. If you have all your eggs in that one basket, I'm going to encourage you to start thinking about looking at maybe having a few other backdoor, you know, other things that you're thinking about your inventory this year and how you can stand out as well with your inventory is about curating really exceptional products. And that's also, I mean, that's going to be about marketing as well too, but we really want to make sure that we are buying products in our inventory that are not available everywhere it's like right like it's not available at every every shop around the corner like everywhere it's because that's getting harder so curating your brand's inventory is also part of your financial responsibility so that everybody's not selling the same thing at the same time and relationship building with vendors relationship building with you know with your with your people and so that you can stay ahead of the trends and what's happening and you know those kind of things it's really that's going to be really important this year and I feel like that kind of got left behind a little bit over the last few years because it was just a mess (laughs) inventory was just like what's available you take it when you could so that's my spiel on understanding your numbers understanding why inventories really important curating your specific brand's experience with inventory so that people aren't, you know, necessarily price shopping, but they really just want to buy it from you. And really understanding and having a good POS system that is that you can get your reports from. And all of the POS systems now 
have reporting capability. There might be some have, there's no perfect one. I'll be honest, there's no perfect one, but really understanding what you're looking at and maybe about maybe, you know, increasing the apps that you have on your, on your Shopify or your Square, your Square POS system so that we can look at a little bit deeper in the reports. So there's that. Number one, financial well-being and really digging in and understanding that if you don't understand your numbers, 2024 is going to be a tough year. So the next number two for what you should focus on, in my opinion, this year is really understanding your retail marketing, sales and marketing strategy. This is not social media. This is going beyond social media. This is where I'm going to ask you to really think about how you are going from be to be known in your community. We need you to be known by more people. We need to really stop hiding. We need a lot of people to stop hiding. We have to have a robust marketing strategy in place. And it is not it's not complicated. It's just something we have to do and it can feel good and it can be fun and it doesn't mean you have to go dance on TikTok, right? So we've talked a lot about marketing strategy here on the podcast and it's something that we talk about continually inside my, my programs, inside the Retailers Inner Circle and the Level Up Mastermind. And last year, many of you may remember, I offered a couple of strategy sessions. We, we had six week sales strategy sessions and I'm gonna tell you, they blew my mind when we had those those strategy sessions because they just made so much difference into so many people. But why they made a difference is because we worked about we worked on taking people from being really like unknown maybe or getting better known. So we want to grow your audience. You want to start growing your audience. You need to also grow your audience in the community that you are serving. They need to know who you are. Who else needs to know you? There's always going to be people in your community. We we keep getting bombarded as brick and mortars in the e-commerce space. And we keep getting bombarded in all of the online marketing tactics. And we need to remember that we are brick and mortar with humans walking across the door into, into our shop. So we really need to make sure we're putting a strategy in place. And again, that goes from audience building to engaging and nurturing and wowing and delighting our people to make sure that that is really all in place. And we are thinking about that. We're not hoping for foot traffic. We are literally planning it. And that is another thing I saw a complete difference in people that put that strategy in place versus those that just, you know, well, I post on social regularly. That's awesome. And we do want to keep doing that, but we have to have a full strategy in place. So this is also the year to make sure that all of your marketing assets are in order. So this is a big one. I like all of your, and that's anything that's forward facing because the trend is right now for people to binge before they buy, right? They're going to binge you before they buy from you. So you're going to find, you know, we're going to put strategy in place to have new people find you and then they want to binge you. So they're, oh, I heard about you. They're going to Google you. You know, how are you showing up on Google? How are you showing up on your website? How are you showing up, you know, on your social? Like, how is it all like making me just like want to just like, it's so yummy. I have to come into your shop. Like everything's just so wonderful. I have to come in. So people are binging. That's part of this modern shopper, right? They're binging before they buy. So we need to make sure that they're binging us and getting the real us. They're seeing our brand. They're finding us. You know, and again, doesn't mean we have to be everywhere, but we do have to be 
in enough places with the right information and our brand needs to stand out and be just, again, they just have to be so happy that they found you. And I want you to think about your experiences. I know you've had that as well too. On the marketing side of things as well too, I have to talk about AI and the trend towards AI. And one of the things that we really want to make sure I love this analogy and I, I, my friend Natalie, who was here on the podcast, who's a brand specialist, she said I, in a recent post and we were talking and I was actually talking back and forth with her about it. She said to think of AI like an assistant and I love that analogy. So we don't want to outsource our brand voice or our brand information and everything just to AI everyone's starting to look the same. And I'm already seeing that with some retailers. So everyone's starting to look generic. So we want to use AI for our marketing as ideas and maybe to proofread and maybe to zhuzh up some things in your marketing. We want to use AI for speed as far as, you know, there's a lot of things in Canva AI can do, but it should still be your brand. We do not want to look like everybody else. I just want you to take that away from this. We now, 2024, need to be more humanizing, like we need to be more connection and human humanization of our brands and really standing out. And this is how you're going to stand out against everyone else selling the same thing. I was going to say a bad word. <laughs> anyway, saying the same Thing that you're selling I mean let's face it your customers can buy earrings or paint or jeans anywheres like there's a lots of options for them right so how are you standing out and keeping your brand voice and your brand and you're nurturing your customers and you're making your yourself stand out your shop stand out it's not about making yourself generic and looking like everybody else so that's something that I really want you to think about I want you to humanize your brand as well reaching out like if somebody starts following you on Instagram answer them back. You don't even need to have like the automatic, even the chat box is kind of generic, right? So I know I'm not trying to add things to your plate, but maybe that's part of your strategy that once a week or once a day, you just go for a couple of minutes and, you know, answer people and say, hey, thanks for following, blah, 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 whatever you need to do. But the next the next generation of attracting customers like this year, how we're going to attract customers is how is by being human and individual brands. So look at your brand, look at your marketing and just don't try to make it look like everybody else's. The other thing on marketing is think local social. So local social for 2024. <laughs> I'm sounding like I'm saying something weird, but local social. So all of your local social media or all of the media if you're looking to get people in your community make sure that you're staying local that means commenting on other people in local in your local community that means tagging local things like just think local social I'm just going to leave it at that you'll have to come into the inner circle to, to hear more about how we do that but I think it's kind of self-explanatory or I hope it is just thinking about how are you going to share more locally and be more of a connector in your community. So all of those things, especially putting in an actual strategic marketing plan, which to be honest, you know, it's 
not rocket science. We've done some podcasts on that. We've got lots of information. I have a full training on that. You can, you know, grab that, especially if you're, you know, it's currently in the inner circle. We do it. I'll probably do the six week session again because it was so fun and so good. We'll probably do that again. Don't know when, don't have that scheduled yet, but it is already inside the retailer's inner circle. So you can come in, grab that, walk through the funnel, understand how to put a strategic marketing plan in place. I feel like that's one of those things that I always thought was like, oh, I can't do that. It's going to take me forever, but it doesn't. It's like you just, it's just a matter of thinking about it quarter by quarter and to grow that audience, get better known in your community, connect with people, get better sales on the floor, increase your average order. Just paying attention to that in 2024 is going to be huge for us. Okay, number three is part of social or part of marketing, but not really, but kind of is service and hospitality. This year, again, last year we had hospitality on the list. And this year I threw in service because really nice shops that have amazing hospitality, if they don't have the service to go with it, are are not are not winning this year, are not going to see success. Right now, the service and hospitality is super high this high touch people just want to be seen they want to be acknowledged they want they just want to feel good and I guess it's because of a lot of the I mean I don't mean I guess I'm I'm assuming it's because there's so much non-seeing and um, unhappiness maybe in a a lot of places that coming into your shop is this great place so nice shops won't win they will not succeed if your services are a mess, if it's inconsistent service, if your inventory is not in, like I go in and my inventory is not up. And like we have all of this, by the way, inside the inner circle. If you're an inner circle member, you can go and find like under inventory and understand what that means and what that looks like for your customers under the inventory modules. But nice shops don't win if it feels hodgepodgey. If your refund policy is kind of, well, wishy-washy, or if you don't feel professional, if you feel messy, if your shop's a mess, if it's a mess, you know, if your service levels are, I don't know, you know, just kind of inconsistent, or your shop standards, my biggest pet peeve, one of my biggest pet peeves, you know, your shop standards. And what that means is, you know, I go in once and the music's playing rock and roll. And the next time I go in and it's something else. And then it's, you know, it just, again, I call it hodgepodgey, unprofessional. So you want to make sure your service standards and your shop standards are consistent. And that's that people can rely on you and they can trust that what they're going to get, they're going to get. And then we add the hospitality level to that. So in 2024, we are predicting that people are just going to be clinging to the fact that they can go to your shop, they can trust that the products are going to be there, the service is going to be there, and they're going to feel good. They're going to feel important in your shop. And that comes from a place of service and hospitality. The other piece around this is it's really important that all of our team and our like everybody on board that works with us comes from a place of service, not lack. And so lack means we have to make this sale and, you know, it's just looking at you as a customer or as a, as a sale, right? Not, you know, as some, somebody who's going to buy some more things, right? So really coming from a place of service and not a place of lack, we have to read the room. So when it comes to hospitality, setting the stage with your team and understanding that everybody on board has to understand what hospitality means. And when I say read the room, what I mean is 
you know, not every customer wants to be served the same way. You guys all know what I'm talking about, right? So you can't just sort of give a list of how to's to your employees. You have to really teach them how to read the room and how to understand some customers need a little more and some people a little less, but they still need to be served. So coming from a place of hospitality in 2024 is going to be super important. Customers are going to create um, crave relationship marketing, and they're also going to maybe expect, this is something that we're talking about in a lot of different associations and places that I've, you know, had the opportunity to, to see this already working and we're already feeling this, they're going to expect a little bit different service. So they're going to be, they're going to be looking maybe for, and this is an opportunity for you to do other things for them. So they have the trust built with you. So what else, like, what else are you doing? And it doesn't mean that you have to change your business model, but how can we evolve our revenue streams a little bit more? So if you are selling clothing, maybe you are going to also offer private design. (laughs) What am I trying to say? Design sessions. Or if you do, if you sell bicycles, maybe you're going to be the place that they can trust to find bicycle repair. And it might not be you doing the bicycle repair. It might be just that you have a trusted source. And they're just going to be looking for a little bit more from us this year because of the trust thing we're building up. Again, goes back to relationship building. And it's actually, that's an awesome opportunity for us. So what service related related aspects can you uh, add or change or even different products? Maybe we're going to add a product line. So all of these things really come back to thinking about our customers needs right it always comes from a place of our customers point of view and hospitality if we put that mindset on the hospitality mindset and we teach that to our 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 team and we infuse that into the culture of our business 2024 is going to be a really good year for you if all of these things are happening if you're really paying attention okay number four kind of plays on our hospitality it is your team and being the leader of your team so we really want to build a culture of trust and inspire with our customers but also with our team so this I mean we all know we all know it's hard to keep good employees we need to be the leader we want everybody to want to be there. So these people, and we just had this discussion in our mastermind group, but they can go work anywhere. So why are they working with you? Come from that point of view. You know, they have to have buy-in. We want them to be there. We want them to serve our customers. We need to make sure that our HR training and our sales training is really great. We cannot go from, like, we can't come from a place, this is This is like old school thinking. We can't come from a place of being the boss and command and control. You may have heard the difference in that. Like you can no longer command and control. Like we're not going to, we're not just going to give them things to do and tell them what to do and they should be happy they're getting a paycheck. It has to come from a trust and inspire and also support. So what can we do to make their business, their, their experience in our business better? So really thinking about the culture of our team and you have a culture whether you think you do or not in your team. So with your people, there's a culture growing, whether it's, you know, whatever. And you also need to lead by example. And this was actually something we had last year in our, in the same focus roundup, I guess, is really leading by example. We need to make sure we're not showing up late. We're not, you know, if we're on the floor, we're not hustling around or whatever we have to lead by example so we have to make sure we are stepping into our own leadership role we have to make sure that there's a lot of trust and that they we are inspiring them and training them and 
you know, again, we really want to keep good people. So what are we doing to, to make sure that they are really happy where they are? And that doesn't mean just incentives. We have they can get paid to go anywhere we need to make sure that they believe in the culture of this business and they just they're all on board we're all on the boat and we're rowing it the same direction and we're all excited to be here that is our goal this year as we are going into 2024 to make sure that we are really paying attention to our team members and again it does not just mean throwing things at them in a good way i don't mean throwing bad things at them but i have some clients that I work with and they're like well I give them bonuses and I do this and I do but that's not culture that's just incentives so incentives are great but what culture and what values are we bringing to the table as well too so I encourage you to revisit that and make sure make that a priority as we are going and advancing in through 2024 okay last but not least I know we have a long episode here today and and which on a funny note we just did a survey of listeners we had some people say that they love the long episodes and that other ones say keep them short so (laughs) I don't know we have a mix mash then so today is a little bit longer but I'm hoping you find it helpful and valuable for you so number five your CEO mindset your leadership mindset okay so we talk a lot about CEO mindset we talk a lot about the roles that we play in our business. And as we're going into 2024, I know there's just a lot on your plate, but you have to remember those two roles we talked about earlier. And that is, you know, the front of house and the back of house, if you will. I always sort of simplify it that way. The front of house, the back of house. We have to run everything through the back of house. So we have to put that CEO hat on every day because we are the leaders and the visionaries. If you're listening to this and you're the business owner, it's this is this is your thing, right? This is our job. We want to like hang out in the front of the house and we want to like get all warm and fuzzy about all that stuff, but the stupid CEO hat has to go on sometimes and I feel that all the time. I'm like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to make that decision. So, let's make sure that we are putting our CEO hat on in 2024. And we are acknowledging that things have to evolve or die. We have to make sure we have a change mindset and we ditch that mindset of, well, we've always done it that way. That is the kiss of death. We've always done it that way. Consistency is good, but only if it's the right consistency. Setting up SOPs for the way you do things is only good if it's the right SOPs, standard operating procedures or the way we do things. So we need to make sure that we have a really open mind about change. So a lot of people will say, oh, heck, I'm, I'm open-minded, but are you open-minded when it comes to in- involving tech in your business? Maybe into looking at your product development and seeing if products need to be changed this is where inventory is going to be really big this year we get attachment to product (laughs) like we fall in love with products everybody's done it I love this product I'm saying I'm keeping it I don't care what you say I'm keeping it I mean I have people tell me that all the time okay but like let's look at the data around it no I don't want (laughs) to like that's what happens right so we have to make sure that we have an open mind about all the aspects of our business. So maybe it's the operations, maybe it's the way you're doing things. Maybe it is, you know, the the this the diverse revenue streams. I have tons of people that as soon as I ta- start talking about alternate revenue streams or additional revenue streams, they shut right down. They just don't want to talk to me anymore. Like that's like 
They're not open to change. So at least investigate and be curious and decide that you are going to dig into the data, make some decisions around the CEO role, put, put your imaginary CEO hat on, sit up a little taller and do the work. You know, I had a client the other day ask me, she said, you know, there's a little head, there's a committee inside my head. And y'all, we all have committees inside our head that was telling her and it was actually people that had worked for her in the past or whatever that told her she's like, this business is never going to be viable. And that's all that's in her head, even though she has a successful business been running for a while. So you make the decision if you're going to boot that person out and actually, is it viable? Well, let's look at the numbers. Let's do the things that we need to do. Like, let's look at the products we're serving. Let's, let's look at our marketing strategy. Let's look at the team we've built. Let's like do the work that the CEO needs us to do. And we don't, even if we don't want to. So your leadership mindset and your skill set to go along with that are the linchpin of the future success of your business. And sometimes that feels heavy, right? It feels really heavy when I say that. So your skill set, you know, is really the linchpin and we can't outsource, we can't, you know, we can get help and we can not DIY our business and we can get support, but we have to make sure that we at least understand what help we need and when we need it. And we still need to be in charge. I had a client the other day told me that they sent me a text and they said, it was an inner circle member. And she said, Wendy, she said, I, now I feel large and in charge. <laughs> I was like, okay. Cause she was feeling small and on, you know, uneducated in certain areas, but she's like, I feel large and in charge now. So I love that large and in charge. So we do have to make sure that we make the commitment and we ditch that committee in the head. And we all have that. I don't know an entrepreneur. I honestly don't think I've ever met an entrepreneur that doesn't have that talk in their head about, I don't know, that part. I don't like that part. I don't want to do that part. But really, this is 2024. Again, I'm going to keep saying it. It's our year to step into that role if we haven't fully done it the way we know that we probably should. So your leadership of this beautiful shop that you've built in this beautiful business that you're built that you built is going to see a new test in 2024. So where are you spending your time? What are you doing? Are you working on the the stupid $10 an hour jobs and should be delegating that stuff because you're a control freak? Well, I like it that way. You know, we're really going to have to really start spending we're going to have to really decide what our role is in this business and what we need to do to make it the best it can. So again, that's asking for help. Uh, I can't tell you how many people will give help, but they won't ask for help. They won't invest in their own training. They won't invest in their own education. They won't invest in the tools that they need to see this business thrive in 2024. So I'm also going to invite you at this time, this is what we do inside the Retailer's Inner Circle. If you need support, if you haven't invested in that yet, or if you are a member and you haven't like really dipped your toe in in a while, or you need some support around something, this is what we do. This is how we help. So I want to make sure that you know that. So put your stake in the ground and declare 2024 It is going to be a fabulous year. You've got all the tools now. We want to make sure that you see success, not struggle. And I know at the top of the show, I said, you know, what I saw different in the retailers that have seen a successful year overall in 2023 versus those that really have seen a struggle. And it's really quite simple. They plan, they know their numbers, they buy and they price their inventory properly. They're putting full, beautiful marketing strategies in place. And again, that work for them. I always feel like I need to 
put that little caveat on there. And they're engaging and they're building relationships with their customers. That's that hospitality. That's also their team. Like it's just, they're doing all those things. And it's not easy for anybody. Like those are things that take energy and effort but that's what we have to do, right? So thank you for listening to this podcast today and joining me here. I'm so happy to spend the beginning of the year. It is an exciting year. I think there's lots of opportunities for small independent retail businesses this year that do the work. I really do. I'm like, that's not fluff. I truly believe this is a great year. I do think it's going to be a hard year for those that aren't doing the work and they don't have the foundation and they're just trying to sell more products out the door. That's not going to work anymore. I don't think 2024 is the year for that. So, which actually makes opportunity for those of us doing the work. So doing the work is going to be a really good thing this year. And, uh, you know, if we can support you in any way, if I can, any of my programs and services, you know, if you're not into private group coaching, we have other programs as well. Please make sure you reach out. I hope you have a fantastic, fantastic beginning of the year. And I hope, my hope is we all have a lot to share at the end of 2024 and a lot of success stories for us to talk about at the end of the year. But until then, you have a great day today. Have a great rest of your day. And we will see you next week here on the Creative Shop Talk podcast. Thanks for being here today, friends. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week, and I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes. You can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast. Everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there. Also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me. If I can support you in any way whatsoever, please feel free to reach out. So thanks for joining us. Please leave a review, subscribe if you can, and never miss an episode. We hope to see you back here again next week. Thanks, my friend. Have a great week. Bye.